Welcome to the Land Your Bet Sports Betting Podcast. We are back coming through with some NBA futures as the season is just about a week away. I do want to remind everyone to like and subscribe on YouTube, rate and follow along with on the podcast there as well. We've got three, excuse me, four other divisions already up as we're recording this Northwest Division one for you guys, all of the East and the Pacific as well. I am lucky enough to have Eddie back on, Eddie Walls from Right Angle Sports and our residential pro NBA better, Kareem, who's been running through all these with me. Eddie, any any thoughts on the Northwest Division that stand out to you before we just jump right into it? Yeah, I think it's probably the best. I think it's probably one of the toughest divisions in all of the NBA. Um, I don't. I think you can make an uh, argument that it's probably the the, the toughest this year. Uh, really, no slouches for sure. I like pretty much every single team um, in the division. Kareem, I'm just not over like Eddie. Eddie and I have been betting some preseason together, and. Um, <laughs> I remember at like we were workshopping it, Sacramento under two thirty last night. We're saying the Kings probably rest their starters because they have a game again tomorrow. We're wrong on that. Eddie made it. What would you make Eddie two twenty two twenty six? So we still had some value even if they played everyone. Um, looking good. We got two minutes left in the game. We got about twenty five points of wiggle room. Uh, Steph Steph scores about 13 points in the last two minutes, including the game winner to put the game over by one point. So it's been a good preseason so far, but not quite for that. That felt personal. For some reason, Steph had to do it to them again for some reason in the preseason. Uh, you know, better at, at your own will. I, whatever, that was an odd game. But we'll move on talking about the champs here. And that's how we'll kick off this Northwest division. Denver Nuggets and a few of the things going on for Denver I will say their odds to win the division are at minus 390 on the season right now for them if you want to talk about their regular season wins you really need to get climb up around 50 to find value with them um, I believe they're minus I'm sorry minus 220 right now uh, for 50 plus so you really got to get up above that even to to have like a solid play on their win total but let me start with you Kareem and and, and any bets that you have for this one uh, looking at the Denver Nuggets yeah, I, I mean, I think this is one of the most interesting teams and, and one of the win totals I feel a good amount of conviction on. They were Their expected wins last year were 51 in the regular season. They kind of coasted at the end. They were in first for about, I think, 100 days or something crazy with a five-game lead. They just kind So they were coasting, and I, I just don't think that story is going to be much different this year. I think they have probably the best player in the NBA and one of the best, if not the best starting fives in the NBA. Um, but I have them pegged for 50 this year and I'm playing the under and here's why beyond their starting five, there's just a ton of inexperience. So best bench players, probably Christian Brown. They drafted a bunch of late first, early seconds to fill out the rotation and Strother, Hunter Tyson, Pickett. There's just not much on the bench and you talk about a, a loss of Bruce Brown who could, who they could really plug in at any position when their guys miss games. You're already seeing MPJ sit a good chunk of the preseason. Jamal, Jamal Murray has injury history. I think there's a lot of outs for this under the hit at 53, 50, I think it's 52 and a half last I checked. I just don't see them as a team that's going to be able to hit the mid fifties with any sort of regularity and you get one of those guys out for a long time, it becomes really hard. Eddie, I know you're you're a bit not maybe not opposite, but you're not playing this under. I'd love to hear your thoughts a bit on them. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't play it under, um, personally. I just think that, I mean, Jokic never takes a night off, especially if they're competitive. But I do I do agree, um, especially in the fact that you're going to have, if they're up, you know, five games with 10 games left, you're going to get a lot of, you're going to get a lot of seating from starters, a lot of resting. Um, MPG, MPJ's horrible injury history is already coming to light. Um but at the same token, you have probably the most dominant player in the NBA with the biggest home court advantage in the NBA. Um, it's very hard to beat them at home. Um, I'm, I'm right around the number. I could definitely see playing under. It definitely makes a lot of sense, everything that you're saying. They're going to have to play rookies a ton of minutes at some point during out, during the season, especially on back-to-backs on the road. Um, I like what you're saying. It's a tough team to fade. Uh, personally, I just feel like there's better spots for me to get my money in, but... I can't disagree with a, an under earlier. I, I would just, I was, I was just gonna say, I would just add that the, the to the under, like they are, they kind of not, not only with like ten games left, up five in the in the division, even like right around coming back from the All Star break, it seemed like they just kind of like slowed down, right? They had that bad month. I wonder how much that happens again with Jokic spending practice betting on horses, like how locked in for the regular season is he gonna be? It's really, really. Really, really hard to ramp up after you had a championship run. It's pretty unlikely. Um, I'm more worried about the beginning of the year and the lack of rest that they've gotten compared to their competition. Um, I mean, I I can't disagree with fading them um, early in the season or on regular season win totals. I just also feel like this is a team that could go on a 15-game win streak at any given point in the season. So it's tough. Yeah, just to qualify just because I'm betting them under in the regular season doesn't mean I, I'm even looking to fade them game to game. Like when they have their full team, it's dynamic. Their pieces fit. They're they're really strong defensively with KCP, Gordon, Jokic is an underrated defender. I just think over the course of the whole season, it's tough to see them as their young guys begin to get more experience. It, it's tough to really see them getting a lot of their bench. That being said, I think it sets up well for them to make another run in the playoffs. Um, those young, if they stay healthy, those young guys will have had a full season of rep. There'll be more minutes for Jokic, and Denver always struggles without Jokic on the court, so that's limited in the playoffs. So if they're pri- if if they struggle a bit, like I'm kind of predicting, and their price to win the West dips, I think that's a great opportunity to buy. So I'm not I'm not selling this team in like long like championship playoff futures markets but i am fading them in the in the regular season wins and and that's your only bet for this team for right now right under season yep. wins. all right let's move on to the team i suppose is projected to come in second whether you talk about the oklahoma city thunder at least i think that's where we project them uh right now some of their odds include to win the division you can get them still at about plus 650 in some places uh i'll just throw it out there to win the west you can still get them around four uh 40 to one as well 45 to one just throwing things out there because i love talking about the thunder but who who wants to kick it off with what will be a top three nba league pass team this season i i really yeah, like man. go ahead eddie yeah, yeah you you start eddie I, i'd be curious i love oklahoma city and i've they've they've really made a bankroll for me the last three years actually they've been so undervalued now I'm at the point where I think they're completely overvalued. Um, I love what I see out of Chet in the preseason. Uh, yeah. They're still a young team with a way to go. They have an incredible coach. Don't get me wrong. They have probably a top 10 player in SGA. 
great role players. Um, they're still extremely young. Um, this is a team of the future for sure. Um, I mean, I could definitely see them winning it in the next three or four years if they continue to keep on building and keep on growing this roster. Um, I just think on a night-to-night basis, unfortunately, for the first time in a long time, I'm probably going to be against them in a few spots. Um, that being said, I- I'm right on their regular season win total for the most part. Um, I think they're probably a 42 to 45 win team, um, which is a huge step. I mean, make no mistake about it. There's a team that won 31 games, uh, two years ago. Um, I mean, they are making strides and leaps and bounds. Um, I just think that now they're priced kind of in the same range as Golden State, the Lakers, et cetera, teams that have a lot of experience winning. So I don't know if I necessarily trust a team that's that young to go out on a night to night basis, uh, and be able to, to, to win. Uh, this many games. Well, so so real quick, for the last two seasons, they've been the top team against the spread, like regardless right. of situation. Absolutely. So they, when you say that you're looking to fade them during the regular season, you think things have caught up to them and there's going to be spots where they're overvalued this season. Yeah, I just think that, I think that when they play really good veteran teams, um, you know, I mean, it's difficult for a team that's this young to go against the Nuggets, uh, Minnesota, um, Lakers, Golden State, Phoenix, Sacramento. I mean, they're going to have to hit all of their pistons basically uh, to keep it going throughout the entire season. Do they have that coach that can do that can push them to that level? Probably. Do they have the roster? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's really, really young. Um, I'm not a big fan of a few players on their team personally, but they they have good role players. They switch out well. They spaced well. If Holmgren is even half of what people are starting to project him at, uh, there's not a lot of downside in this team in the, in the future. Just, I mean, on the road, the West is so tough. I mean, make no mistake about it. It's definitely the harder conference out of the two. So I, I think that on a night-to-night basis, it's going to come down to numbers, but I'm having a, I'm having the vibes that I'm going to be against OKC quite often, unfortunately, because I really like him. <laughs> Green, what do you got? It, quantitatively, I really love this team. I mean, they were 44 wins expected last year, 44 and 38 expected weight. And some people have that number. I think some people had 42 expected wins. The metric I use has 40, 44. And how do how, I don't just looking at the addition of Chet, looking at the internal growth that they've established themselves as being really good at over the years. I mean, they they acquired SGA and he was a he wasn't a, a household name. He certainly wasn't a first team All NBA player. So I, I really trust their development system. Between that and the addition of Chet, it's it's hard to see them not surpassing their expected wins by four. I have them at forty seven wins, and that puts them to me really close to Denver. And it's hard because you look at their team and it's do you trust Josh Giddy to be? A, a you know a, a high level starter in this league. You trust Ludor? Yes. I don't know, but my numbers tell me that this team could still be undervalued. One of their biggest weaknesses was shooting. Chet kind of fills that gap. Another big one of their holes was rim protection. Chet kind of helps address that. Uh, I his points total in uh, on individual player prop season markets is thirteen point five. I'm on over with that. I think he's shown that he's at least a 15 point per game guy in, in with his work in the preseason and summer league. It's that being said, it, it, that I'm not a big qualitative guy, but the eye test, 
yeah, I, I don't being like Oklahoma City is definitely going to win 47. I don't know if I believe that, but I will bet them to win the division at plus 900. Let's say the Nuggets have an injury to their starting five. I think they're clearly, they have the potential to to continue to improve upon their trajectory. It kind of reminds me of those old Philly teams in the process where they suddenly were winning 50 games and people didn't expect it. I, I, I could see them being in the same vein there. Agree with with a lot of what you're saying. I my resounding yes to is Josh Giddy going to be a high level NBA player. Just want to reiterate that I, I do think that I think he keeps proving that he like raises his own bar each season that he comes in the league and gets better in, in specific areas, specifically assists and rebounds, which he just keeps getting better at and shooting to a degree as well. But yeah, I think they filled some pretty some some neat some much needed holes. You didn't even mention Trey Mann, who will come back from an injury from the summer league. He's gonna be a dynamic scorer off the bench, but. At any rate, we'll move on to the next team who I think is uh, definitely ripe for value, and that is the Minnesota Timberwolves. My opinion is, is that they're in a position to get to, to sort of exceed expectations based on how poorly they performed last season. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of things going their way. Their win total for this season is at about 45 and a half. If you want, you can still get some 44 and a half. There's even a 43 and a half live on Bet365 right now, according to my prop finder tool. So I, I would continue to shop those, but uh, as far as winning the the division, it's plus six hundred. Anything stand out to you? I'll start with you, Kareem, for for the T Wolves. I don't have much here. It's no. I have them right around where they were last year. I have them at forty one. Um, I frankly think a lot of people are just assuming that Anthony Edwards is going to be a top five NBA player this year, and I. I think it's possible. I just think it's a bit of a stretch. I'm still confused with the Gobert and Cat fit. Cat was a little hurt last year, so maybe you get you get some improved production out of him. But Edwards showed he he struggled to make others better in in the, this this summer in the FIBA tournament where where he was right. the best player on a team that finished fourth. It's hard for me to get excited about this team one way or the other. I just think they're a middle of the road team. Um, Eddie, what do you think? I'm actually a little excited by them. I don't necessarily love the Kyle Anderson on this team. Uh, they have problems with spacing, which I think is the uh, Ant's biggest problem, is that he can't find shots with Gobert, Anderson, um, in the rotation. I also don't like Conley when they stop start him. They made a really, really smart move in getting Shake Milton. Um, he can do a lot for them that people are overlooking. Um, if, if they could go with him a lot more than Conley who's 36 years old and really doesn't do anything for me. I know he's a good defensive player, but he doesn't do anything for me on offense, which is what they need. They need spacing. They need somebody that gets to the hoop. Um, I also just love Nas Reed. Uh, I think that's a crazy good combination. I think he's a great player. He seems to be improving every single year. People forget he's only 24 years old. Um, and then Jaden McDaniel, um, you're going to have an entire year with them, which you didn't have last year. So I like the upside with this team. I, too, um, am not really thrilled with anything in the futures market. I was right around 43, 44 um, on RSW. Um, it just comes back to the same story with Oklahoma City. Uh, this is a team that's going to play really, really heavy competition every single night. Um, and you have an older roster, um, for the most part, that's going to be starting with Anderson and Conley. I, I, I don't know. It just seems too close for me. But I do see upside in them. Um, I just think that... Milton, Milton and, and McDaniels makes a very big difference to this team. Um, I'm not afraid to back them on a night-to-night -night basis, but overall, I think they're pretty middle of the road. 
What do you think of their coach, Eddie Finch? That's that was my next question, Kareem. I'm so yeah. glad you asked that. Yeah, he really sucks. Um, I mean, there's no, <laughs> yeah, there's really no way for me to sugarcoat it. I don't think that he's a very high level coach at all. He doesn't do anything that really impresses me. Um, Nailed yeah, it. I mean, I, it, what's really sad about uh, I think that there's just like this trend in basketball in the NBA where you have rosters that are built, in my opinion, to run and score a lot of points, and they hire defensive-minded coaches or guys that don't really buy into that system. I think that if they had any smarts about them, they'd get Borrego or one of the better assistants that, that are on these teams that have history as head coaches uh, and and run the court and, and kind of play into that, but they're not doing that. So um yep. in the long run I, I kind of I, I i kind of really don't like anything that he does what do you guys think of him i, I was just that was why i was going there kareem's about to steal my job as podcast host because that was the best follow-up question because intuitively you go wait i'm looking at a roster of guys i like i think the nas reed move was surprisingly intelligent on their part because a lot of people that were st stat nerds and just twitter nba fans alike were like hey Nas Reed's really good because he gets a lot of offensive rebounds and he can shoot and he you don't lose anything with size and and defensive ability with him on the floor plus by the way he can shoot like I said so he's like a really solid uh, play in a lot of different lineups but then like Chris Finch just doesn't know how to use anybody so with with this wealth of talent your your immediate question is like why aren't they better and my immediate thought is maybe there's some Gobert cat thing that needs to be figured out but whose job is that <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, so, like, what's their identity? I don't know. Right, precisely. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, if, <laughs> uh, yeah. If they had Atkinson or Borrego, I think that I would probably be looking to back this team and play overs every single night. Instead, I have to rely on numbers, and there's not a lot of subjective feel because I don't think that he's a good subject subjective coach. He doesn't do anything for me at all. Yeah, well said. L last point there, like what to illustrate your point throughout the last last season. They had various spurts where they were the fastest paced team. They were a bottom 10 paced team. They were a top 10 defensive rated team. They were a bottom 10, top 10 offense. Like they just varied over the course of like two week spans. And it was just hard to, to figure out when those streaks were going to start and stop for them because had only played like 35 games anyway. So yeah. uh, next team in the division that we want to talk about, I guess at this point, we're down to the Blazers and the Jazz. And I'll definitely go Jazz first because I, I think the Blazers are going to be a little bit poo poo. Um, so looking at the Jazz, like, where do you do with this team? Because their their win total is still pretty low to me, Green. Yeah, they were 38 expected wins last year. And that's with them tanking at the end of the season. So, like, I I have them for 39 this year, which I think I'm above yep. market on. I think this is kind of the opposite <laughs> to, to the team we just talked about, Minnesota, where, like, I don't love their roster, and I think there's a lot of interchangeable parts like Sexton and Clarkson. What's the difference between those two guys? Uh, Keontae George, you can, and then you have a, this really big front line that's defensive-minded. So the roster doesn't make sense, but the coach is really sharp, and he maximizes their talent. Um, one of the bets we made here was Hardy Coach of the Year because I don't think anyone is expecting – this team to be in the playoff mix, but the numbers say that they very well could be. I think Markinen is maybe a regression guy, but also maybe not. Uh, I think they're just, uh, if they, you know that they're going to play really good defense. You know that they have specific guys who can fill it up. It, it's 
Hardy makes the pieces make sense. And I think they were a pretty good ATS team last year, and I'm interested in backing them. So for them to win 40 wins is plus 240. I'm right around that number. I'd rather play the long price than just a flat 110 on a team that, again, could could be better. Also, you know, if Markinen's injured, maybe they they give it up. So who knows? Uh, yeah. But I'm playing that. Clarkson, sixth man of the year. Shout out to uh, one of Eddie and I's buddies, Travis, who called that price out at 75 to 1 when it was first announced that he was coming off the bench. I think that price is good if you can still find it around 30 to 1. He's won that award in the past and he's going to get 32 minutes. Um, so yeah, this team's this team is an interesting one to me. What do you what do you guys think? Well, Eddie, I, I was going to toss to you with the caveat like you were talking about having to play world beaters on a nightly basis in the West, right? Same goes for the Jazz. Is that does that deter you from them at all? No, I mean they have a humongous home court advantage. Them and Denver probably have the biggest in the NBA. Um, I love their coach. I don't like the roster whatsoever. Um, it's very clunky to me. Um, I, I didn't really understand the Collins move, but I guarantee you there's a reason why they got him. I'm sure that the coach has a plan for him that didn't necessarily happen in Atlanta. I always thought he was a little bit better than he showed in Atlanta. Um, he does give you rebounding. He does give you defense. He does give you a three-point shot occasionally. Um, I mean, it, it's all going to come down to this Keontae George, who I don't yeah. try to pretend I know anything about rookies, but I mean, they're going to lean on him very very hard it's very clear that this is the future for them um if he is good then i think that you could play them long odds um if he's bad then you're going to have basically a lot of colin sexton on the court and i don't necessarily like that guy um he doesn't do anything for me and not only that he's bad analytically um so i mean that doesn't really jive with the coach um i mean overall i'm, I'm happy with buying them in specific spots especially at home I'm definitely confused on what they're trying to do from a total standpoint. Um, in the past, they were very good overs. Uh, it doesn't look like they have the roster to do that this year, especially if they're going to be playing a lot of Chris Dunn. Um, you know, I mean, it's 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 very very funky team for sure. It could go one way or the other. Yeah, I thought I, they were I just thought they were absolute sellers last year, and they didn't sell, and they're they're going for it. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting. They, they, I didn't even mention Chris Dunn. You got Taylor Horn Tucker. It's all these mid range guys who, like, you don't know even what their rotation is going to look like, but whoever they play, it's hard to see them bottoming out there. Um, I will add that Walker Kessler is maybe a top five rim protector in the NBA right now. Uh, he was last year. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's top three. I mean, he's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't see him regressing there. What's the price on him on defensive player of the year? Because, I mean, if they're actually in the mix, let's face it, he was much better at protecting the rim than anybody else in the entire NBA last year. I mean, he led the league in blocks by a ton. Um, I just don't think that he got he, any run because he was a rookie and he played in a time zone that a lot of people don't watch on a mid-level team. Um, if they can reach the playoffs and he has that kind of production on defense, he's probably a good buy for defensive player of the year. Yeah, he was forty to one at one point. It, he's down to twenty five to one is the best price that I'm finding for him now. I think. That's what do you think of that? Good. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. a pretty good price for a guy. I also bet him. That my projections have him tied for the league league in blocks, so I played him to lead the league in blocks around plus six hundred. Uh, that's cool. It, it's yeah. It, I think they could be one of the best defensive teams in the league. So totally. 
yeah, the, it's it's not going to be the the sexiest team because you know you're you're relying on Will Hardy to to make something better than the sum of its parts, right? Would actually be so. There, there's not always going to be like this this allure to watch Kelly Olynyk play solid like in and out defense, but like I enjoy it, and I hit Keontae George at eighty to one to win Rookie of the Year, Eddie, because I saw him play for like nine minutes at summer league and was like, oh yeah, that's all I need to know. I should, like, I would have taken your action on that, Josh. You seen Wemby? Yeah, you seen you. Wemby in in chat? You think Keontae is gonna get? Oh my God, Wemby's so freaky good. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Either way, eighty to one, little fifty spot. I was happy with it. So we'll see how it turns out. Uh, but should we close things out with the with the T Blazers? Because I, I'm just like, Shaden Sharp thinks this is his team. Scoot's the real deal, but he, I don't know how loud his voice is gonna be in that locker room. So like, what what do you do with the Blazers, Kareem? I think they're a pretty big fade. I mean, just. Just like I think Scoot is – his efficiency is just not going to be very good. You saw even in the G League, he struggled getting all the way to the rim and settled for a lot of mid-range jumpers, and he's not a good mid-range jump shooter. He's very dynamic. He has a ton of potential, but he is not going to be a positive plus-minus player. And you have all these other high-volume guys, to your point, sharp, Simons. It's not a lot of passing happening on this team. Jeremy Grant has never a- averaged more than two assists. Oh, man. DeAndre Ayton is never passes the ball. I mean, like, it seems Domination. kind of like a really non-functional team to me, the way it's currently constructed. I actually thought they got good value for, for Dame, tremendous value, oh, and then for Drew again. But I just yep. don't think what's on the roster right now makes a ton of sense from a like winning there, games. There's there's so many outs for this to just be like a mitigated disaster, honestly. Yeah. Because of just the, the locker room. I don't think Chauncey's gonna be able to handle that as well. Some one of my Trailblazers friends was like, Well, it's fine, we'll trade Jeremy Grant. I was like, for a hundred bajillion dollars, you think someone's taking on Jeremy Grant's contract? So Eddie, I know you're into coaches as well. Like is Chauncey gonna be able to wrangle this group together at all? He's the worst coach in the NBA. Uh, my opinion. I don't. I, I don't know what he does well. I don't even know if he has a game plan. I think he was hired to be kind of a friend to Dame, um, if that makes sense. I just think that he, you know, he's a friend of the player. Um, he called time timeouts at the wrong time. Um, he just doesn't do anything situationally well. And now he has a mitigated disaster of a roster. I mean, I have no idea. You said who passes. I, I don't. I mean, unless Scoot. Is a passer, which I don't know. I, I don't. I think we just have ISO ball for forty-eight minutes a night. Um, I I think they're yeah. the worst team, probably other than the Wizards. I, they have more talent than the Wizards, but they they have potential to be worse than the Wizards by a long shot. They play a tougher a tougher conference, a tougher schedule. Um, you mean the, I mean, you mean I, the Hornets, right? Okay, here we go. Here we go. No, no, no. Not doing it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it's just, it's a bad team. I don't, I don't think that yeah. there's a lot of, I don't under, quite understand why they didn't just go draft heavy uh, for Dame and get like 15 picks wherever they could. Um, bringing in Aiton makes absolutely no sense. Bringing in Williams. So you have Williams and Aiton. I mean, it makes absolutely no sense. The whole roster is just very, very weirdly constructed. Then um, what does Jeremy Grant do off the bench too? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't even know how to He's protect miserable. It's very weird. It's just a bad yeah. team. The, the Jeremy Grant signing looks worse by the day. Uh, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. There's no outs for them 
you know, to to really mix things up. Who knows how many games Rob will actually plays? Uh, did you have any bets for this this team, uh, Kareem? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah nothing there. I think so. DeAndre. <laughs> And just to be clear, since since the there's a little bit of a fate of the Nuggets, at least on Kareem and my part, in, in terms of regular season wins, is there anything for the division outside of Denver to win that you would feel comfortable with, with those odds for the T-Wolves or the Thunder? I bet the Thunder to win the division at plus 900. Okay. I think cool. that should probably be like plus 500. I give them like a 50% yep. chance. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if the, the hype continues to uh, to ride that, that number into the ground. But either way, I'm going to get us out of here on that. I appreciate the time, fellas. Uh, this is always a good time at, at this point. We've been making it a little bit of a thing. Really appreciate it. Try to get you guys on as much as I can. Remember, we've got four other division videos up as well at this point when you're seeing this one. So make sure to like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Until we see you next, happy betting. <laughs>